I think a lot of us focus a lot and just service-based businesses, we focus a lot on our service, but we don't really focus a lot on our experience when we're communicating. Of course, when you have a client, you're giving them the best experience ever, but they don't know that until they pay you money, right? And so sometimes beforehand, they should know that this is going to be an amazing experience. And the way you can do that is it's a capture. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Hey y'all, today I have Rita Olds joining me. She is a copywriter based out of Atlanta, Georgia. And as you will hear, she is so much fun to talk with. And through writing persuasive web copy, Rita helps women develop their signature voice, get empowered and change the world. I know you're as excited as I am for this episode. So let's get into it. Well, uh, welcome to the Light and Dark Photography podcast. Uh, today, we are talking about all things copywriting, writing good copy, um, those words that really convey your message, what you're doing, what you can provide for your clients. And um, have Rita Olds with me today. She is a professional copywriter. Um, Rita, how are you doing? I'm so good this morning. I got really good news this week. You're the only person I'm talking to, so my introverted self is very pleased. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I cannot complain. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's been it's been a good week so far. Uh, and, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to today's conversation and, hey, hey. and getting to chat with you. I've uh, been following you on Instagram for a little while. So I feel like I know you, which is always great. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Rita, like we've talked. That's cool. (laughs) Like waved at me on Instagram lives before. So, (laughs) but yeah. So Rita, where are you based? I am located in Atlanta. I recently relocated from San Diego, California, but I moved back home to home base. I'm originally from Atlanta and I love it. I mean, I loved it before I was locked in the house, but I still love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. That's a, I mean, that's like across the country. Uh, Work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My husband is in the Navy. Oh, um, okay. So that's we met in D.C. We moved to San Diego and now I'm here uh, just to hang out with my mom and my family while he's away. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I we we have uh, some friends in Atlanta. We went there. Ooh, I don't know, probably like three or four years ago and loved it. Uh, yeah. yeah it's I, a beautiful I had only place. really been like kind of driving through on on the east coast where are you from uh i'm i'm in uh in texas uh like oh, cool. texas, texas. Near Houston. okay cool i love texas when we moved to san diego we did a cross country so we came down to see my family did new orleans houston el paso we did like we stayed in texas for a long time because it's so huge <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's probably like half of the journey is just like yes. <laughs> through texas yeah that's great uh, yeah i love I, I enjoy Texas, but I really enjoy um, 
exploring other states. Um, I was I was homeschooled uh, as as a kid, uh, mm-hmm. not as an adult. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, my my parents we lived in an RV for a couple of years, and cool. they were like, "We want to hit all fifty states before you graduate high school." And we didn't get to all 50, but we did get to, I think, like 30 or so. That is so dope. That yeah. is so amazing. Yeah. It was really cool. We um, we got to, that was uh, that one time that we were driving through Atlanta was on our way back. We had driven to New York and uh, drove back through all the East Coast states going down. And, uh, I'm an really, East Coast girl, so that's dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I love the East Coast. We have been talking like if we move, we're probably moving East Coast. We've been talking about like uh, like Atlanta, Columbus area of Mm -hmm. uh, like North. Come on over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, Ray Whitney's in here. She said she loves Rita. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. That makes me feel good. <laughs> I love to be loved. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So you're you're based in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then you're a copywriter. Can you go into a little bit for any of us who don't know what copywriting is? Sure. So I get this question a lot, and I get a lot of people assume that I help them like copyright their their. Um, <laughs> like uh, what is it their intellectual property I do not I do not deal in anything with the law or legal I'm not that bright <laughs> so what a copywriter does is we write words to help you sell your thing so that can be your product your service your influence your events your ideas right your um values and I write word any word so any word whether it's on a bottle whether it's on a billboard whether it's on a website whether it's on a t-shirt I help you write these things that um, one true to you and connects with your audience but I primarily focus on digital marketing so I do websites and I help you with your email marketing campaigns your um, webinar events or um, live series and what else do I do? (laughs) (laughs) I basically help you launch. So any type of launch collateral that you have, I will write the words and we have to always decide what's the action you want people to take. And then I write to help you get people to take that action. That's what a copywriter is. Okay. That is, that sounds like a lot. Um, And (laughs) super helpful uh, because those are like all the areas that I'm always we're just like I don't know what to say. I don't. I don't know how to like write. Like we, um, we we also teach workshops, and uh, we've done a couple online workshops, especially this last year, uh, mm-hmm. COVID and everything. We weren't doing anything in person, and uh, yeah, writing the copy for that was very like I don't even know what to do. And uh, so yeah, I can, and, and plus being primarily digital like that's that's huge because you have to have uh, you have to have good copy or people aren't gonna like you can't just talk to them because uh, I feel like that's that's the hardest thing for me is I'm fine with talking I can talk mm-hmm. to you I can probably sell you over on whatever I'm you know fairly charismatic I smile a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah, that doesn't really come across in like on my website uh, mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. without having 
good copy. Well, in your like to, to, to give you your props, if you can speak well, if you can sell your stuff speaking, you can sell your stuff writing. You can just get out your head and speak what you have to say and edit it later. Um, but there are we can get into like the um, the actual science part of copy where you talk about certain things in a certain order. Um, and once you know that you're going to be a pro. <laughs> Do you want to get into that? Yeah, let's, let's jump in. That sounds okay. great. <laughs> so the, the basic principles of writing good copy is one, your headline has to speak to whatever your person is struggling with or whatever they want to accomplish, right? So let's just say bad skin. I don't know why I'm talking about that, but it's like if someone has acne and they want to clear their skin up, you can open up your website or your email subject line, whatever. You can say you're tired of having adult acne, right? They will probably say yes, right? And so the headline, the only purpose of a headline is to get people to start reading, right? Or so you can ask them a question um, or did, do you finally want to have clear skin, right? Those two, that's what they want. And that's what they're struggling with. Just kind of start there. And then you can either go into, I call it a dream state or a doom state. Dream state, of course, is like how their life would be different with beautiful skin. So um, do you want to like throw all your makeup away? Do you want to like go outside with your skin glowing? Are you ready for compliments about how clear your skin is? Then this is for you, right? Or you can focus on all the things that they're struggling with, like I'm tired of this. This is clearly for for um, certain people who wear makeup, but like tired of caking on makeup on your face to cover like your blemishes. Um, tired of waking up to a new zit every morning. Um, then this is for you, right? So you can either do dream doom, but you have to do both. So if you start with the dream state, mm-hmm. you can say you can have clear skin, but the only problem is you've tried everything. Proactive's not working for you, et cetera, et cetera, right? And if you start with the beaut- um the if you start with the dream state. You go into doom state. If you start with the doom state, you go into dream state. Um, I hope that makes sense, right? But you have to cover both because it's an emotional cycle. So you don't want to sell people a dream uh, that seems unattainable because they are struggling. Like you can have clear skin and people are kind of going to think, well, you must not know what my skin look like. So you kind of have to reassure them in that space. And Mm -hmm. you don't want to just continuously push the buttons on and and basically make someone depressed. Like your skin is... can I curse? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, no. Okay. You're, you, you can say whatever you want on here. <laughs> <laughs> like your skin is shit and it's always going to be shit. Like you don't want people to, to feel that way. So you kind of let them know that they can be clear. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of reassure them, like no matter what state you're in, you're kind of in the right place and I can help. So that's basically how you do good copy. And we do this repetitively. So we, okay. we do the doom state, we do the doom state, we do reassurance, and you kind of just keep repeating that in okay. a certain way. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. yeah, like, um, you know, kind of like connecting, like I feel like the doom state is um, reaching them where they are. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, mm-hmm. you've got acne, you know, you feel this, you know, you're insecure about this, you always, mm-hmm. you know, you're glad that you have to wear a mask wherever you go, because yeah, like, that's that your face. That's good coffee, okay? Cool, cool. Uh, But uh, yeah, like reaching them where they are and then you flip Mm -hmm. it, bring it over to the dream state of like, and this is how it could be for you every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you're in in the industry, I know that you see the only problem is imagine if you see those headlines a lot and that's that's how you know that's what you're getting yourself into. And in internally, we say dream and doom state, but I think in the industry, you'll, you'll hear pain points and you'll hear transformation. So pain points tie into the doom state 
and transformation turns and in, ties into the dream state. So I just want to bring okay. that back up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've definitely heard the the pain points before. Mm-hmm. I've done like a few like mentorships and stuff, and you're like, so what are your ideal clients' pain points? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably like, <laughs> step on a nail or something. <laughs> um, but okay, I like that. So, um, do, would you recommend? So is it best to, I mean, you said you can, we can kind of go like start with doom, go to dream or start with dream, go to doom. Is it good to like switch that up or, um, does it, does it really, uh, is there a benefit of one being first, like on your, like if you're writing copy for your main website page, mm-hmm. would it be best to start with dream and then go to doom or, <laughs> I'm a nerd out, right? Um, so I don't want to go like too in depth or confuse you guys, but you have to do a lot of market research, right? So some people are problem aware and some people are not. Some people know that they have a problem. And I know like with acne, it's very clear that you, you have acne, you know it, right? But there are some problems where people may just feel overwhelmed. People may feel confused. People may not know what to st- where to start, at least in the entrepreneurial space. And, and then for photographers, I, I don't know if it's brand photography, product photography, but photography sometimes can, it's hard to acknowledge that what the problem is, right? They just know that maybe they're not converting. Maybe they don't feel professional online. Maybe they don't feel good in the pictures that they take on their, their, their um, iPhone or whatever. So you have to know where your client is. So if they are problem aware, you can start with the doom the doom state, right? To say, yes, you know that you have acne or you know that your pictures are not great. You know this, they have to know it because otherwise they won't connect with it. And so if they don't know it, I would start with the dream state to just say like you, and this is like general entrepreneur service-based businesses, right? Like you Mm -hmm. want to work remote. You want to hire this team. These are all the things you want but your life is a mess and you don't even know why it's probably because you're disorganized or it's probably because you need new pictures or probably because of this. So it just depends on your um, client's emotional state. And that requires some uh, market research. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And that's so like, I think I love market research and I love like knowing who I'm selling to, who my Mm -hmm. ideal clients are, all of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like, I had, I, I I hadn't even put that together about uh, you know no you that you need to know that for the way that you're writing copy because uh, mm-hmm. uh, like I was I was kind of I, I was thinking of my uh, website homepage because I'm a wedding photographer and uh, like the first thing that I have on mine is um, that you deserve more than stiff awkward photos. Ooh, like, oh, yeah, okay, good copy. Doom. And then I go into a little bit about how, you know, we, we do things that make you feel comfortable and like get to know you and that I'm not just a random dude with a camera. (laughs) Um, So cool. Cool. Um, Let's have a pause moment. And you said that you're not good at writing everything that you kind of threw out just now (laughs) is excellent. So you're good at writing. You just didn't know you were. (laughs) I feel like that's probably like in, in, uh, in high school and everything, English was like my worst subject. I, I couldn't figure out sentence structures and all those things. And I think that kind of has always told me, uh, like in my mind, in the back of my mind, like, hey, you're not good at 
at writing. You're not good at, uh, you know, conversing well. Uh, mm -hmm. so good. I'm glad that, uh, that that's not, that's not true. I can <laughs> be a good writer. Yes. Uh, you've, you've mentioned like on your, on your website, uh, about, um, like having a good, uh, like clear brand position. Mm -hmm. What, what's one of the, like the benefits of having that clear brand position? Is it more of like knowing who your ideal client is or like attracting your ideal client? Yes. So having good brand position, honestly, it's less about attracting people and more about repelling people. And I know that we're in the, the industry where you want leads and you want all the people, but you want the right kind of people. And so you want to make sure that people who are going to waste your time, people who are going to give you a headache, people who, who can't afford you and all the things are not coming through because who has time for that? Right. And so you're unique. And there's also so many people doing what you do. I know that, um, we were, we continuously talk about how unique we are. We continuously talk about how we're one of a kind, which is true, but how many photographers are there out there and how many writers are there out there and how many brand strategists are there out there? Mm -hmm. So many, <laughs> there are so, 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 so many. And so you have to decide what makes you different from the rest. It can be price. It can be uh, your niche. It can be your demographic that you work with. It can be Sometimes it can just be your core values. And that's something I really, really believe in and, and really stand for um, having values so you can find people who are aligned with you and you don't have any headaches in, in any other space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's so, so important. That was something that like the first, I don't know, three or four years being in business, I didn't have really any core values, at least mm -hmm. that I was aware of, mm -hmm. um, and that, that I could like project out there and repel people who didn't align with me. And every now and then I would get a client that I'm like, Ooh, I don't even know why we're working together. Like, I don't like you, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you but I took your money and you know what? I'm going to deliver on my side, but I do not want, uh, you to refer me to any people. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but yeah, like finding that, those values that you have, um, I, I'm, I'm all about repelling, um, mm -hmm. like the, my, my portfolio of, of images on my website is more about sending people away from my website than it is attracting the masses Yes, because I want to, I want to bring in the people that like, they go through a couple images and they're like this, this yes. is what I want. Yeah. Of everyone being like, Oh yeah, that's a cute photo. I'll go ahead and, you know, we'll see if it works. Let's do um, it. Right. Um, yeah. May I chime in for a sec? Yeah. As far as like the everyday, I have a, um, I believe in like brand personalities and there's certain personas like the everyday person or the hero or whatever. But mm -hmm. speaking about being for everybody, Walmart is kind of an everybody brain, right? And you see that you'll get every walk of life inside of Walmart. Oh, yeah. Well, Walmart's no different than Target, but Target's catering to a, a unique um, audience where it's probably like married people, a certain um, income level, mm -hmm. typically moms <laughs> who have a lot of disposable income <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> who can just it in the in a cart, right? And right. then Family Dollar also has pretty much the same thing as all of them, but it's for an affordable at an affordable price. It's in certain neighborhoods for certain demographics, right? So mm -hmm. they. A product is a, you can get a candle from each place. A product is a product is a product, right. but 
they target different different spaces. So when you start to think about like your unique selling proposition or some of your core values, it's like, um, who do you want to attract? Do you want to be known as the affordable brand? Do you want to be known? Do you want everybody? Some people are capable of doing that. Or do you kind of mm-hmm. want to be exclusive, uh, like more of a target brand? So you ask yourself that before you start to um, put yourself out there and start to use words like affordable or budget. I don't use those words because <laughs> I'm not and I don't want to attract yep. those people. But yep. there's always a place for it, right? Oh, yeah. So you just I used to be in that place. I was yeah. in that place where I was... I was the affordable wedding photographer because I started in, in Austin, Texas. And there's, you know, 10, 10,000 photographers around there Mm because everyone's an artist in in Austin. Um, We went through Austin on the road trip and it it is hipster place. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Super hipster. Very weird. Um, I love it. Really good food. I miss a lot of the food there. Um, but yeah, I was that affordable photographer because I was like, I can shoot your wedding for less than a thousand dollars. Like mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. here for anyone and everyone. Mm-hmm. And I did. I got a lot of people because I was the Walmart of of wedding photographers. And I was like, Yeah, you can come in here, like you can come in here dressed in, you know, tank top and crocs. It's cool. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. You can come in here dressed in a suit and you can still shop. It's cool. Um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that whole, yeah, I feel like there is, um, there, I, I love the analogy of like Walmart and, and Target because they are so similar. And really? there, there are times that I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, we're walking through Target or whatever and I see something, I'm like, I bet that's like half the price somewhere else. <laughs> like, like candles, like you know, Yankee Candle or whatever big cam- candle company, they sell those at Dollar Tree too. Mm-hmm. And you can go in there and get it for like $2. Yep. And it's yep. like, well. But it's also about the experience. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you really feel different out. walking around with a coffee in your hand, maybe some popcorn from the little stand there in Target. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the aesthetics are a little bit nicer than customer service is different. Customer service is very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There have been times at Dollar Tree that I'm like, is anyone in this store? Can I just walk out with this stuff right Any now? Register open. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. like come out of the back room just like, oh yeah, you want to pay for that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I do actually. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to steal today. It's cool. Right. <laughs> Gel is not for me. No. no. <laughs> So, okay, well, cool. So like your brand position will help with um, attracting and repelling uh, mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. people, kind of set you apart from the masses mm-hmm. where it's not just, you know, because especially like in the wedding industry, I know most couples will go to like at least 10 different photographers' websites mm-hmm. before even reaching out to anyone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm if you can set yourself apart to where they're like, Ooh, I'm going to keep this tab open. I want to come back to them because this is different. Or I'm going to go ahead and fill out the contact form now because they seem cool. You know, they, they have whatever, whatever kind of values or they're speaking to where I am. And Mm -hmm. you know, that, that doom state of, Oh yeah, that is, that is what I want. And I, I need to, to move forward and, and, you know, they're going to help me do it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I love that. 
I want to add that when you spoke about your values, your values are basically your brand promise. I'm not sure if you if you guys tapped into that or done that for yourself, but your brand promise is like, no matter how someone interacts with me, whether they're watching an IGTV, whether they're hearing me on a podcast, whether we're on a, a call, whether they're on my website, what is the experience that they are going to have, right? And that can be that you're just going to show up authentically. That can be that you inspire them. That could be that you educate them. That can be whatever you want it to be. It can be a lot of things. But if you do not have brand values or have them posted, I need you to think about those tonight. I'll share with some resources that you can link to this podcast. And I want you to put those you who have been talking about there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to either put those on Instagram and in highlight or put them on your website. Like here's what we believe and here's what we believe in itself will help you to one, sell your customer experience. If you believe in being timely, which I hope you do as a photographer, if mm -hmm. you believe in having integrity, which I hope you do as a small business owner or a big business owner. Um, uh, if integrity, timeliness, professionalism, I'm not like artsy fartsy. I think photographers are like hella creative and I'm not in that space, but whatever else, right? <laughs> Capture uh -huh. moments. I don't know, but like put those somewhere so people can know that anytime they deal with you, that this is a, is a promise and you have to deliver on that, right? You have to have some integrity because right. I think especially in the, the service provider space, we promise a lot <laughs> and sometimes people don't deliver on those things. And if you explicitly say it, it'll make someone feel comfortable. It'll make people feel a little safe if they if they also value those things. So put oh, yeah. those somewhere visibly and, and allow that to attract and repel some of your, your audiences, because that's a huge gap that I see in um, small businesses where you'll see a Starbucks, you'll see Chick-fil-A, you'll see um what's the other brand i like amex i really value their customer experience but they list mm -hmm. out what they believe and how they function in this in this world right yeah um and that's why i'm just loyal to some of those brands right it's like you know what amex you are great you know what chick-fil-a it's my pleasure it is my pleasure to give you my money right <laughs> so, so it's just you want people to associate when they think of you you want them to Think about how you make them feel and how you deliver and how you promise all the time. So mm -hmm. you want your values to be associated with you and your brand all the time, always. And another way that you can reinforce that is by putting your core values publicly. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's great. I, and I think, you know, uh, like when when we're creating our website and everything, a lot of people will tend to uh, maybe shy away from your core values or like get get deeper into who you are what you do on your mm -hmm. main page and the main page is like here come on in come on in, on in. and then yeah. you know go go click on this link to go learn about me or learn about the business mm -hmm. and i feel like uh, uh, i'm just like brainstorming like what i'm gonna do with <laughs> with all this later um but like instead of just having one page of this is our mission statement or these are our core values um or this is what we believe in like having those kind of peppered through the whole thing where as they're scrolling through your main website as they're going through your portfolio as they're going through you know where you've been featured or something like that they're constantly getting hit with oh yeah i show up on time i'm gonna get your your photos to you before i say you know mm -hmm. i'm gonna give you this deadline but they're gonna be there before then 
Yes. And, uh, yes, that. that is beautiful, John, because okay. you definitely need to sprinkle in your core values and don't just sit there. They are living, well, to me, they are living, they're your North Star. Anytime I think about collaboration, anytime I think about um, getting on stages, anytime I think about anything, it has to align with who I am because I'm going to show up the way that I am. And one way that you can add your core values on your homepage, I'm pretty sure you all introduce yourself on your homepage. So you can do your show all your receipts and talk about all your credentials. And you can just add this sentence. One thing you should know about me, I 100% believe in X, Y, Z. If you're faith-based, you may want to throw that in there because maybe that's who you want to attract, right? If you are political, if you're passionate about anything, throw that in there, right? And just say it. Um, on your about page is, of course, a beautiful place to put here's what we believe. On your contact page, um, you could sprinkle it in like we we you know, our promise to you is to, is to re reply on time, but we can always say, but give us 24 hours because we're busy taking pictures right. and drinking coffee. You can add your personality there, right? So you can still add your values, add personality mm -hmm. on every single page. You don't have a boring contact page. Don't have a boring 404 page. Don't have a boring anything. If you're, if you're boring, that's cool. But if you're not, <laughs> don't have anything boring on your page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and please don't be boring. <laughs> No life, is, life is too fun to be boring. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I love that. Uh, like even, even with your 404 pay, page, like, because mm -hmm. people are going to try, I mean, that happened with me. I was, I was going to your uh, like press and media page, mm -hmm. but I couldn't, I, I didn't pull up my email that you sent me. So I was just like, Oh yeah, it's probably uh read old slash media. And then it was like, Nope. And then your 404 page came up, but it wasn't just like a regular you know, old, like, oh, this isn't the right page or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But even, <clears throat> even putting that, and I did find the page, it's right there on your, <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, yeah, could have just clicked there. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I really like that. I feel like um, just uh, the, those core values, your, uh, I, that's going to come through. Uh, mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. And, and like that would be super easy if you're ever like writer's block i don't know what to do for this caption of this instagram post or yeah. i don't know what to write about here um like have your your core values i need to i need to like write mine out and like mm -hmm. stick them to the wall or something that mm -hmm. way i can always be like oh yeah yeah i need to talk about this i need to do this and mm -hmm. i feel like that would be like an easy way of this is how i can start writing yes yes i, I think a lot of us focus a lot and just service-based businesses, we focus a lot on our service, but we don't really focus a lot on our experience when we're communicating. Of course, when you have mm -hmm. a client, you're giving them the best experience ever, but they don't know that until they pay you money, right? And so sometimes beforehand, they should know that this is going to be an amazing experience. And the way you can do that is it's a caption. Uh, I think on Face Instagram, I've, sometimes I post like, here's one thing that we believe at Rita Olds and Co that people come first. So if you're across the country and we need to meet at nine, and the same for everybody now, but you know, I'm accommodating. <laughs> I'm accommodating. I'm accommodating for my team. I'm accommodating for my people. And I won't put profits before you. And that's just good for people to know because shit hit the fan last year. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of call out culture um, because the people didn't know where you stood. Right. And so if you continuously let people know where you stand on issues and sometimes 
I get passionate about this, y'all, about values. But yeah, sometimes you're about sometimes you can say if you don't feel comfortable speaking out about what's going on in the world, whether it's climate change or politics or uh, racial injustices, you can always say like um, here we choose we we all the feelings that you have are valid, but here at X, Y, and Z company, we, we're, we're focused on providing excellent service for our people. You don't have to choose a side sometimes and you don't have to say like, this is what I believe in. Sometimes you can stay neutral, but say that beforehand. So when you are neutral, people aren't like, well, why aren't you saying nothing? You know, so people right. can know what to expect from you because a lot of people start to speak out when it gets so bad. And it's like, is this genuine? Is this authentic? And it can really ruin your brand, especially in these spaces. I've seen people get ruined because they either said something and didn't necessarily read the room or they uh, stayed silent and people didn't expect them to stay silent. So you, your core values are kind of setting up the expectation for people always. Like Ben and Jerry, we know they're going to say something always I, on anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but some brands will not and we don't expect them to because they already let us know what they're what they're on. And so you should continuously continue to do that. No, that's... <laughs> No, that is that's so important. I feel like because um, I, <clears throat> with my with my business, I am all about uh, talking about everything that's going on in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and I've lost a lot of followers because of it. And that's cool. Like you know, if, if you want to unfollow me because of where I stand on, you know, injustice, then that's cool. Uh, I don't really yeah. want you around anyway. Um, but I've also gained followers because people have shared things or been like, Hey, I really appreciate you saying this. And then Mm -hmm. other people come, come around. But, um, but yeah, I think that's really smart. If you're wanting to stay neutral, I know that there's uh, a few photographers like that, that I follow that, um, you know, after, after big events, I mean, we're recording this, uh, in January, like right after the the Capitol insurrection and everything, like they didn't say anything and they had Mm -hmm. people calling them out like, Hey, you're not, why aren't you talking about this? And they're like, Oh, well, Mm -hmm. no, I like, this is where I stand. But like, we, we just don't really get into what's going on in the world. We talk about photography. And like, if you can, if you can share that, if you're wanting to stay neutral on social media or on your website, whatever, if you're wanting to not get into things, then, then share. I, I think that's really important to kind of get ahead of it. It's like, um, it's like, uh, setting up your client expectations. Yes. You want to yeah. get ahead. You, I, I never want any of my clients to ask me questions Yes. Um, because I always want them to know, like, Oh, I already know whenever we're going to receive our photos because you gave me that date range mm-hmm. of you're going to receive these at this time. Mm-hmm. Or I already know that we're going to be doing this for our engagement shoot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's, it, I feel like that's the same with like setting up those expectations of, hey, we don't get into all this stuff. You know, if you want to chat privately, maybe we can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that way people aren't like, hey, why are you staying silent or, you know, anything like that? Yeah, the culture has been real on social media the last couple of years. And That's- I speak about my experiences living in a black body that is I'm also a woman. Mm-hmm. So that listen, it's a it's a whole different experience, right? Yeah. And I speak about it, and people know that I speak about it, and it repels so many people. But be, just because I'm passionate about it, I can't hold you to the same standard as myself, right? I respect who you are, what you choose to do, 
live your life as long as it doesn't Im- impede on mine. And so there's nothing wrong with, with being neutral, right? There's, especially in the, as a business owner. Um, because look, it, it, speaking up impacts your pockets too. So, so you know, I, 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 like you said, you lost followers, maybe potential clients. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, if it was up to me, I want everybody screaming from a mountaintop until we had equity, right? And, 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 and justice. But that's not everybody's calling. But I don't want you to get caught up in a, 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 a PR shit show. And, and that's what it's becoming. It can become that if you are reactive. And the whole point of having core values is being proactive. You don't want to miss 10 deadlines. And then, you know what? I need to be timely. I think I believe in that now. You know, <laughs> like it's too late. <laughs> Yeah, you already got people out there talking about how you're not showing up on time. Or, right. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to meet at this time. And then they were like, you know, 20 minutes late to the photo shoot. Like, what is it going to be? Because um, <clears throat> I've heard those stories of photographers showing up late to an engagement shoot. Mm-hmm. And then the couples was like, I don't trust you for the wedding day. And mm-hmm. that's much more important than this engagement session. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go with someone else. And and let me time in with when you start to write your core values, they're not who you want to be. They are who you are. Um, and so do mm. not create core values striving to be something else. Like if you know that you are a late person, <laughs> maybe the core values can be I try my best. Don't say you on time. Don't lie to people. Right. <laughs> and that, your core values are just keeping you true to who you are and finding people who are kind of like if you are a late person or tardy or you, you, you know, time is not really your thing. Um, don't lie to people by saying that you are timely. You can find people who are kind of lax with time too. And you can find people who, who are flexible with you. And so that's what your core values do, attract and repel. But don't don't be, because when I started writing with clients, they're like, well, I want to be this and this is what I strive to be. Well, if you're not that, don't say that. <laughs> because you're going to, like, even if you're working toward it and like that's, aspirational goals and you're like, Ooh, I want to be this someday. Mm-hmm. You still got a journey and yes. you're going to be falling short yeah. of your values every mm-hmm. single time until you get there. Until you get there. And then, <laughs> but then there's a lot of people in the wake of like, Oh yeah, well they didn't show up for me and they didn't do this for me, even though they were touting this online. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of, one of my good friends, uh, she's also a photographer and, um, and she is late to everything. And, and she talks about that on uh, like on her Instagram stories and everything about how, how she's always late. She's always running late. And she's like, but when it comes to work, when it comes to like, if someone's depending on me, mm-hmm. I'm there early. She was mm-hmm. like on wedding days, I get there, I leave an hour early mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, just in case something happens or I can get there early and I can take more photos. And mm-hmm. she was like, you, I make it a point, uh, even though this is not me in my normal day, like <laughs> I got a hair appointment, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming in like right at the time or a little bit late or whatever. But, uh, but like, even if that's, um, yeah, yeah. I'll like, uh, I mean, that doesn't really uh, go with if you're not there yet, if you're still late for mm-hmm. showing up for your clients, then yeah, don't tell them that you're you're <laughs> going to to show up on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that because I feel like I'm always I'm always striving to be mm-hmm. something else. 
Um, so like setting up those core values, I'd be like, Ooh, yeah, I'm going to do this. Or I'm always, you know, I'll get back to you within 30 minutes of your email or something like that. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe some of the times you do that, but then that one time that you're 45 minutes, they're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. They can't even hold their word. Yep. Even though 45 minutes is very quick. It is very uh, <laughs> Like that's, it's still, um, you know, whatever, whatever you're, expressing out there whatever you're saying you're going to do you need to show up and do it um so i like that uh and then as you're as you're growing as a person mm-hmm. and even uh kind of shift your values a little bit yes. as yes. you're as you're growing as you're uh you know becoming more reliable whatever mm-hmm. uh, you can start sharing that as well yes yes you can i i think um you write values and they're, and they're meant to change and grow with you, right? Mm-hmm. So don't think that you're going to write them in 2021 and you're never going to revisit them to 2050, you know? Well, right. You know, you're going to look at them every year to see if you're still aligned because, I mean, entrepreneurship is honestly a, a, a it's like a big lesson and test of, of personal development, right? And so the more that you learn, the more that you grow, the more that you do, your values may change. You may shift. Like we have clients from hell, then it's like, you know what? I am not the affordable person no more. Mm-hmm. Let me take that out, right? Right? I, that's not who I am anymore. Right. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, um, what do you have? Do you have a couple tips uh, for for people to find? their values um like if if you're just like man i don't even know what i would put uh for value statements yes i love this question i will also share with you a um presentation i did that can talk uh, walk you through this but start to ask yourself some questions so the first question i would ask myself what values am i currently living by right now um and so i typically speak to personal brands right so Mm -hmm your business brand, you can still apply this, but um, what values am I currently living by right now? Some people, again, we can go into faith. Some people are really just faith-based, and if you want that to be a part of your business, then you may incorporate that into your core values. Some people um, are very, uh, what is it, giving and generous. So if like public service or uh, giving back is a part, I've read Marie Forleo's website a lot. And she's definitely big on giving back, right? So if that is a part of who you are, include that, right? Or decide if you want to include that. Because maybe you want to keep all your profits. I don't know. But if, right, you just have to figure (laughs) out who you are and what you already live by. If you're hella clean and it applies to your business, maybe cleanliness is is, is something that's important to you. Or organization is really important to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe children are really important to you as a photographer that's why you take pictures of kids I don't know but ask yourself what am I currently living by and then you can ask yourself what gives you meaning what gives you joy um what gives me meaning is is pouring into other women right and so that's why I only work with women and sorry John (laughs) (laughs) um and so what else brings me joy I can't even think of them right now but you can ask yourself or what gives you meaning um you can ask yourself, what do you hate? What do you hate to see done to other people? And sometimes it can be you hate seeing people getting ripped off. So you give an exceptional service or you give flat rate pricing. I don't know. But I hate to see um, I hate to see injustices. So clearly I, I or I hate to see entrepreneurs locked out of um, learning because 
a financial reason. So I have lots of scholarships. I have lots of way, affordable ways to work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, what else questions can you ask yourself? Oh, who do you admire and why? Um, and you can start to see things that are important to you. So I really admire LeBron James and how he created um, a high school that's like all paid for in his own community. Because I believe that sometimes when we get a, to a certain prestige, we just abandon where we come from. We abandon, like we want to live with the Kardashians in Hollywood. And it's like, oh, uh-huh. don't forget that there's a whole neighborhood of people who still are inspired by you don't don't just abandon that's how I feel right and so I'm oh, yeah. always really community driven and so those are the things that help shape my core values whatever you believe in whatever you hate to see whatever brings you joy can start you can start there and some of those things can apply to business like I like dogs what does that have to do with copywriting <laughs> right but if I ever get an office we might have a company dog because that's that's something that I believe in right and so everything that you do in your business should be aligned with who you are and not trying to be somebody else but those are some questions that can get you started okay man those those are those are great um I've got, I've got some homework to do after that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that is that is so good. I love the, the looking at at yourself. Uh, I feel like looking at myself is is difficult uh, for me. Like I get get asked, like, you know, what what's your favorite this? I'm like, I don't know. Or what was, <laughs> what was your one of one of your most favorite memories? And like, I don't even I like my memory is horrible. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, did that happen last year? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but looking, looking at others, like, who <laughs> do you admire? Why do you admire them? That's mm-hmm. probably one of your values. Yep, it probably and, is. <laughs> and that like with because I also admire LeBron James and everything that he's doing with his high school and everything, mm-hmm. uh, because that that is one of my values is giving. And like that I've tied it into like whenever my wife and I is three months into our marriage and I was like, hey, I want to start this business. What do you think? And she was like, OK, this is different than what, you know <laughs> who I married three months ago. You didn't talk about this, um, but we were like looking through what we wanted the business to be and we wanted it to give. So mm-hmm. a portion of every single cell sale goes to, to charities. Amen. And, uh, and that is something that is very important to us. And I've had people who have asked like, yeah, I know you give, you know, 15% of our wedding to charities. Is it a, like, is there any way that we could just like cut off that 15%? so that we, it could be a little bit cheaper for us. And I was like, no, and I don't think we're going to work out. Right, no. Because <laughs> that's, that's one of my values. And if you mm-hmm. don't value that, and, and I, I, have, uh, I have clients that don't value giving, but they're like, oh, no, that's cool that you do that. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that's some of the things, like some of the people that I admire most also give back also you know fight for injustice and mm-hmm. they uh you know it's it's a big thing for them and mm-hmm. i think that's that's a, a very I, I don't know that just stuck out to me because i have a hard time of like evaluating myself and what mm-hmm. i believe what i or not what i believe but what i you know what i like or what i do you know without sitting down for like 30 minutes and like okay let me just think about life <laughs> And things. Right. Um, but that would be a very easy way of getting into it. Like, who are some people that I admire either in my industry or just 
in general, people that are doing things and mm -hmm. then tying that in. Cause even if, uh, it is giving, uh, giving back or charity or something like that, but you don't want to give monetarily, uh, it could be that your business, uh, gives, gives value, like mm -hmm. extra, extra value that other people are charging for. Mm -hmm. You're giving that to people. And, mm -hmm. uh, I like that. I, like it. I, I, I love the fact that you you donate uh, a portion that is so beautiful because I something that's really close to my heart and for anyone else who's mm -hmm. out there who um feel like giving or philanthropy I probably butchered that word is a part of who they are you can do what John does or you can um create scholarships so if you have like a, a service or a course you can create mm -hmm. scholarships and I got that from Marie Forleo because I've stalked her um, <laughs> <laughs> or i had when COVID hit in march oh dang that's almost a year ago wow i know we're coming up <laughs> here that's crazy when it hit last march i did a pay what you can offer where um i did a 60 minute call you name your price and i will show up and give you all that i have off the top of my head and that's also you can cap it to you know you only have 10 calls so you can you know preserve your mm. energy time and your, in, you know, your life, but you can also do slot and scale type of situation. So there are always ways that you can give back without necessarily dipping into your profits because we are in business, y'all. And if you're not generating a lot of income or a new entrepreneur, you don't feel like you have to be Oprah or be mm -hmm. Bill Gates writing these big checks, right? There are other ways that you can give and also want to tap into, like you said, giving value. Education is a way to give, right? This is one of my favorite things to do is just nerd yeah. out and talk about what I know. It's hella easy and, and simple to me, but it's it can it's, it's going to have you writing some core values, right? It's going to have you writing a headline with dream and doom, which is like, I didn't even prepare for this, but I, I gave everything that I have. So mm -hmm. don't think that it just has to be a financial transaction in order for you to give. I'm big on giving, yeah. so I wanted to give y'all some ways to, to do more of that. <laughs> yeah. No, that is that is perfect, and uh, like I feel like edu education is such a big thing. Um, mm -hmm. Even you know, I educate other photographers and entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. but also I try to educate my couples because, um, mm -hmm. like, especially uh, people getting married, a lot of times this is their first wedding. Mm -hmm. They've never done this before. They have no idea what is going on. And if you've been in the industry for, you know, even if you've done five weddings, you have more of an idea than they do. Mm -hmm. uh, and being able to express that, give that knowledge without being like, hey, sign up for my email list or, hey, mm -hmm. you know, I've got this $15 uh, guide or whatever. Like I have a guide that I give my, just anyone, anyone who mm -hmm. wants it, they can download it. It's cool. Uh, but then I have one that's twice as long uh, mm. for the people that book with me. And yeah. I dive deeper into things, but you can still give uh, your knowledge, your expertise, just to give them a taste. And then they're like, ooh, I want more. And then they can come in and they can give you some money and yeah. uh, <laughs> you can pay those bills. Um, but cool. I, Rita, I love this. This is. Oh, yeah, uh, it's so much like I when I go back through uh, editing this, I'm just going to be taking all the notes and uh, <laughs> working on my copy for sure. Um, before we wrap things up, um, have a little segment of the show where we talk about what we're loving right now. And, uh, you know, it could be 
movies, shows, uh, could be, you know, a new favorite food or plants or whatever. Um, and, um, yeah. What, what are you, what are you loving this week? What am I loving? I'm loving Snowfall. I'm currently rewatching this show called Snowfall on FX. Okay. It is quite an interesting show and dramatic and I'm totally here for it. I am loving, um, plants because I garden, which you can see out my window. I'm growing cabbage and kale and lettuce and all the things. And they're actually not going that well. <laughs> but my plants in my house love me. So <laughs> I'm loving my plants more than I'm loving my garden, but I'm loving learning how to grow my own food. Um, what else am I loving? I feel like that's how like my <laughs> wife and I have tried to to grow a garden multiple times. <laughs> And we're like, ooh, we're gonna grow like some some peppers. We're gonna get some, you know, zucchini, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll get a t- tiny little like two inch zucchini. And we're like, I know what we're doing. And then they just shrivel up and die, and or we <laughs> overwater them. Um, but you know, we we try, and it's fun. Exactly. That's all you can do. I like that. We try. If anyone out there thinking of some core values, try my best, or we try is the is the it's the CYA core value. Because if you don't, <laughs> you're trying your best. That's all you can do, right? And that's a perfect one to to just see why if you ever fall short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, so tell me a little bit about Snowfall, because um, I have not heard of this show. What? Okay. No. So what is this guy's name? Um, have you guys ever heard of Rick Ross? Not the rapper. Well, the rapper, he named himself after a real person named Rick Ross. Oh, okay. And he was... It sounds so dark, but he was like a huge drug kingpin, but he was funded by the CIA. So, so the CIA brought in drugs from like Nicaragua to sell to this kid in L.A. And the money that they made, they supported um, like a, a small military over there. Like they supported the they were trying to topple like a dictatorship. So I guess like a militia. That's the okay. word. So the, the U.S. was funding a militia over there and um, like the kid didn't know about it because he thought this guy was just like a regular guy, but he was CIA. So it's showing like a true, it's a fictitious depiction of a real life event that involved the U.S. government and how cocaine got here. It's wow. kind of political, of course, because that's right. in all things political, but it's like such a good drama. It's like, you know, the girl he's dating gets hooked on drugs. It's just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds that sounds like right up my alley because I like. Did you watch Boardwalk Empire? No, no, that has been on my list that I need to. I need to start watching. It's similar to that, where it's kind of like based in like the Prohibition era, era, but it's kind of fictitious, so it's kind of like that, but a modern version. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to add Snowfall to my list. Of... It's, and, and like, please DM me once you get into it. <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> I love like kind of darker uh, things, um, mm-hmm. like the more dramatic uh, thriller type shows and, and movies and things. You so. would love it. It's dark. Yeah. It's dark. Whoa, what the yeah, world? When, you, when you said it was kind of dark, I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> My interest is even more peaked now. <laughs> what type of dark shows do you watch? Um, okay, so I really loved uh, Ozark. Okay. Um, I started it, I didn't finish. Yeah. It starts it's, slow. It starts, it starts slow, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and, and I've even, like, uh, there's a podcast that uh, Jason Bateman 
hosts uh, or co-hosts or whatever. And he talked about that a little bit, how like kind of found the show like halfway through the first season and then Mm -hmm. really got into it, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, which it feels like that. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, uh, I loved, I loved Ozark. Um, I loved, uh, oh, I haven't finished yet, but uh, Bloodline, um, which is, it like follows a family in Florida and there's a bunch of like drugs, illegal activity, a dysfunctional family. Uh, It's pretty interesting. Um, Atlanta um, is is great. I love... uh, uh, oh, not Donald. Yes, Donald. Donald. Uh, Donald. <laughs> I always want to call him uh, Danny Glover. Uh, he, even in uh, one of one of his songs, he talks about how he's not related to to Danny Glover. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I like those, and then like the darker shows, like the show Dark, um, which is just uh, which that one. Um, it's a German show. Okay. And then it's dubbed into English, so it's a little bit harder to get into. Um, but it's just like weird, almost sci-fi, but uh, but not. Okay. And then of course, like Black Mirror and those kind of dark shows. I, I like dark shows too. So I'm literally writing down everything you say. Yeah. Oh, I don't man. know why I watch them because it trips me out. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're this close to this life, right? <laughs> Have you ever watched Black Mirror? Yes, and okay. it tripped me out. The, yeah. the one episode, because as I mentioned, my husband's in the Navy, so the one episode about the military guy tripped me out. Oh, I yeah. Was like, whoa. Yeah. I was I like, we, we are not far from that. I could definitely see that happening. Because um, that was the one where, spoiler, if you haven't watched this episode, um, <laughs> where like they had some sort of chip implanted or something to where just like the civilians uh, that they would show up as like these monsters uh, mm-hmm. over there. But mm-hmm. then I don't remember how it's been uh, probably a couple of years since I've seen that episode, um, which that one's a good one. That's yeah, like the, the enemy civilians showed up mm-hmm. as like monsters and then yeah. you had short term memory. So you don't remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Done. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you can kill um, this is a little dark. I don't want to get dark on that. You're, you're uh-huh. a cop. But you can kill like 10 people and never remember. So you're able to be a functional member of society. But this mm-hmm. guy wanted to get out. And so they removed that chip and he remembered everything he's done and couldn't live with it. So it's a yeah. lot. Yeah, it was <laughs> a lot. That show, like, I love how they take things that are like almost where we are, mm-hmm. like just like a step or two away from this. Um, and it's it's so interesting. Um, but it's also a little bit like, yeah, we're we're too close to this. Uh, we need to be careful. Uh, okay, one more show. If you haven't watched this, I believe it's on Amazon Prime or like Prime Video or whatever. Um, what you're gonna say? What is it? Homecoming. Yes, that show was so freaking good. Okay, yes. if anybody yeah. listening to this, write this down because it was so good. Too. It was so good. Yeah, I okay. <laughs> So funny thing, I was late to homecoming, um, which sounds like I'm talking about high school or something. Um, but I I didn't watch the first season and then it popped up on like shows you should watch. So mm-hmm. I started watching it, but I didn't realize that the second season had just come out. So it started me season two 
Oh. And I wasn't looking at the numbers. So I was like, oh, this is this is very interesting. I feel like they're gonna like tie back to uh what's going on, like one of those movies where it like starts you at the end. Oh yeah, it comes back. <laughs> and they never really did. And they I was like, I don't, I don't know, like, what is this thing that uh, this, <laughs> yeah, what is, what is this place? What is this plant? I don't, I don't really understand a lot of that, but I loved season two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I saw that there was season one and I watched that. So um, you can definitely watch it backwards like me, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, season, season one, that whole memory thing was what, what reminded me of homecoming that one's one's a good dark thriller also not very far away from reality so um you know technology's a gift and a curse (laughs) it is yeah oh okay so i'm loving um this week i'm gonna i'm gonna start with my show also um which is a movie and i believe it was on prime um and it's called Oh, you know what? Oh, wait, I wrote it down. Uh, it is called, oh, Black Box. Uh, another memory thing. Um, it's it's about a guy who was in a car accident, um, which uh, took the life of his wife. And then, but he's got amnesia. So like he, he wakes up and there's a note. Like he, I think his daughter's maybe like, nine i'm really horrible guessing kids ages so she could be six i don't know Um, (laughs) but like she writes him little post-it notes of like you know don't forget to do this or you need to do this you work at this place and Mm -hmm. like she's helping him regain his memory and then he starts a like some sort of trial to like go to this memory place in his mind called the black box uh and uh dr claire huxtable uh is uh, is the the doctor there so she's like administering all this stuff and then he starts remembering things uh, because like the black box will take you to um your memories in your mind and then he can relive memories and try and pull that stuff out and and see if he can remember stuff and then he starts remembering things that never happened and yeah it's a whole it's a whole big deal like there's a big in the middle it's it's really good um and i don't know the actor's name but the guy who plays the main dude is really good i like him uh, I love it. Thank you for these recommendations because yeah. as I work, I just let TV play. Right. So I'm definitely going to watch Black Box today because I'm intrigued. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. love Flexible. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, I, I know you. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, that one was really good. Um, and then, ooh, also uh, for, for the audio, we're recording this day after the inauguration. Um, Amanda Gorman she was the inaugural poet mm-hmm. um and the the poem that she wrote for the inauguration was amazing like mm-hmm. so many good quotes in there um but also like she was just like a lovely person i started following <laughs> her on instagram and uh really really enjoying that i know she has a book um probably going to check that out uh but yeah yeah definitely uh like 
her as a person and then also that inaugural poet or poem was really really good i'm about to binge your um podcast now so i can listen to the things that everybody's loving (laughs) because this was good (laughs) yeah (laughs) spoiler alert a lot of the shows and movies that i am loving are pretty dark uh so so that'll be great you'll you'll have a lot of stuff to watch um but yeah okay so rita before we we jump off here where can people find you where can they connect with you follow you all of those things sure my name is rita olds on everything um i'm most active on instagram and i educate the most on instagram so you can find me there at at rita olds you can also find me on my own website at RitaOlds.com. if you are curious about what my core values are it's RitaOlds.com backslash the company and if you want to find out what your brand personality is get some insight to how you can start to write some core values and what your signature voice can sound like. You can take my quiz. It's readaos.com backslash quiz. And it's pretty on point. So take it, screenshot it and tag me and let me know if I was a hit or a miss. <laughs> it is, it is pretty on point. I took what that quiz. Yeah. Yeah. What? What were you? The hero? The hero. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like okay cool yeah i feel i'm feeling pretty good about that i like that yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can and you can see some of the core values that a, a typical hero brand embodies too so you can look out again as you start to write some of your own mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and then like we you know like a whole nother podcast episode about uh being the hero and like walking walking your clients through their journey and and yeah. showing up for them and what is it, Donald? That's part of Donald Donald Miller's uh, book, right? Brand stories. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely go take the quiz. I'll um, I'll share that here in the Facebook group, and then also in the show notes, we'll have links to all the things that we talked about today. Yeah. So I have a free like a uh, webinar training. You don't have to sign up or anything that it talks you through how to develop your core values. And I, I kind of take my time and ask you all the questions. So that would be a really good resource for everyone out there too. Yeah. Yeah. Take a little bit further. Another, yeah. Level deep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, sweet. Well, Rita, this has been so great. Thank you so much for, for coming on the show, sharing all this. Uh, this has been, been so good. All no right. problem. Thank you guys on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye Facebook. We'll see y'all later. Y'all, such a great time with Rita. She dropped some gems for us, and you can pick up all of those gems in our show notes. They are waiting for you right there. And just like Rita said, you can reach out to her on Instagram at Rita Olds with any questions. And you can find her work at RitaOlds.com. We also have links to her brand personality quiz and enrollment for her unshakable course. This episode is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can ask questions and interact with us and make it more than just listening to a podcast on your phone or car or wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't know. If you'd like to join us next time, you can join our Facebook community by searching for the Light and Dark Photography podcast group. This episode is edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco, and you can find me at allheartphoto. And you can check out the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 51. Until next week. See you in the Facebook group. Bye.